Welcome to the Happy Array Podcast. This is episode four, and uh, we have some special guests here. Um, I have Matt and Lydia, uh, two people I went to high school and middle school with. Hello. Hello. So I've known these people for a very long time. I also have my co-host, Andrea, as usual. Thanks. That was a great introduction, honey. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Um... We don't really have a topic for this week, um, as we didn't have one for last week either. Uh, we apologize for that. But you know, we'll get back to topics later. We're just going to kind of shoot the breeze here, because this is our first time having guests. And frankly, I don't really know how to edit this. So We're, we're honored to be your first guest. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, we're very excited. We're thanks very for excited. coming, guys. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so I'm going to start this off with a, with a story that happened to me yesterday. Okay. And... Um, I was driving home with Kingston from my parents' house, and I pulled up into an uh, uh, intersection with a light, and there was a person who was crossing the street, and uh, they, they didn't like how close I was to the intersection, so they kind of gave me a look, and they crossed the street in front of me, and I, I waited. They got to the other side of the street and decided to cross back over. So, you know, I let them cross back over, and uh, they got over there and then obviously at some point my light turned green and it was my turn to make my right turn but they decided they were going to cross the other way so in front of me again and I inched forward and they decided to turn around and cuss me out a storm now I had had a really bad day at this point I was in a really bad mood and I really wanted to yell back at this person and and, and and I eventually called Andrea and I said, you know, I really wanted to even fight this person. They pissed me off so badly by the things they said. Mm-hmm. The thing I left out about this story was that this person was clearly, is the correct term tranny? No, it's transgender. Transgender. Yeah. Okay. It's not tranny. Definitely, <laughs> definitely not okay. the term. <laughs> okay. Okay. Was I'm, this, I'm learning, people. I'm now, learning. was this a uh, someone that you think was was born male that is converted female? Yes. Or, okay. That was very clearly what I was dealing with there. And then I thought, like, was you she know, a lady of the night? What are we doing? No, I don't think so. She wasn't okay. wearing a, like a short dress. Okay, just she a regular was, person. She was wearing wearing that had an attitude with you. Yeah, she had an attitude. She had a problem. And then were I were th- you in the intersection? No, I was okay. I was I was outside the intersection. Okay. Uh, you know, except for when I was trying to make my right, but I, I wasn't in that intersection either. But she was kind of yeah. hanging off the curb too. Did you follow the line to the mirror rule of where you're supposed to be at the intersection? Yeah, I, I believe I did. Oh, I don't okay. know that one. I'm... Yeah, it's the it's the side mirror. If you look down to your side mirror, right, huh. on your driver's side, can you see the line? That's kind of where you should stop. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I definitely yeah. wasn't wasn't in the crosswalk on either on either, right, case, either case. I guess. Well, you know, your car shouldn't be in the crosswalk. If that's yeah. a handy way to spot it, then Well, no, I mean like I was making the right turn. So like if uh, yeah. bef- no, when, before, they were, when, when they were when they were crossing, no, no, I wasn't in the crosswalk. Yeah. But I you know, I was also like looking for cuz I they didn't. It wasn't. They didn't even make. They didn't start walking when the light turned. They started walking where as soon as I started pulling right. into the cross. Yeah, they were trying to make a point. But anyway, that. The, what I was thinking about later as I was driving home, this was very angry about it. And then I was thinking about like, you know, like I, I was so angry about it. I was like, man, I wish I got out and got into a physical altercation with this person, which 
I was in a bad mood, you know. But then I thought, like, you know, I would probably get convicted of, like, a hate crime, right? Well, and that's what we talked about. That's that what we talked different. about. But, like, would, like... Oh, interesting. Like, wouldn't that be... Because all, that's would, not why you were that fighting That isn't them. why I beat them up, but I... No, was, I don't, I don't so. think so. I think they have to prove that you... That was your motivation. That's what would make it a hate crime. Yeah. Right? I think you'd yeah. probably both go to jail yeah. if you were just, like... But it made me think about hate crimes in general, which is like, uh, there's probably a lot of hate crimes that don't come off as hate crimes because they didn't make it apparent that it was a hate crime, and vice versa, for that matter. Possible. Because it probably needs to be some other element to be a hate crime, I would imagine. I guess. I feel like in this day and age, we have a little, uh, we probably have more of a hair trigger to call it a hate crime than ever before. I think what you're talking about probably happened a lot you know for the last hundred years or so we do have to be in a moment where like if you did that there might be an urge to call it a hate crime immediately yeah. you know what i mean yeah. even if it was just like this man or woman is an asshole yeah. happens to be true yeah i mean that, that was what i was talking about yeah i mean i would have beaten this yeah. person up because they were a jerk you know but, but how like, do you know but, you would win yeah i, I don't uh, i was just in a bad mood I, yeah, I just was in, yeah. in a really bad mood at them, and I call I called her up, and yeah. and I was just like, I, this, I this I just happened to me. And like, you know, you know what it was? Of, of it, it just it was fine. It was just it, it was belittling, and like and the reason why I didn't even exchange words was because I knew Kingston was in the back seat. Oh, oh, that's right. He, yeah, yeah. Then I wouldn't. Have been I, I think I, words would have definitely been exchanged if yeah. Kingston wasn't there, but I knew he was yeah, back there, and him. I was like, I'm just gonna take this and like and walk away because like. If, like, words could, you know, turn into him, like, hitting on the window or trying to open the car and, like, Kingston's back there. So, I'm, like, I wasn't about yeah. to do that. But, it, like, it was, it, I, I think that whole part made me feel even angrier because it was, like, I really wanted to at least say something to this person. Sure. <laughs> you know. There's just not enough time in the day to, uh, you know, righteously pursue everyone that pisses you off. With this being an asshole. Oh, this being an You'd asshole. You get nothing yeah. done. It would just take up your entire day. Yeah. Do you know, once true. I literally like followed this woman, cut me off, and <laughs> for no reason, and I literally followed her. <laughs> followed her for maybe twenty miles. Oh my! God. <laughs> I wasn't gonna do anything. I was just trying day. to freak her out because I was like, "If you're gonna be a dick." Yeah. See, I wouldn't in a country with this many guns. I just wouldn't even. Like yeah. you've never you've never had an experience. Where I you're... did this very morning. <laughs> I was uh, getting Starbucks and uh, I'm creeping up the right turn lane to make a right, and a motorcycle cuts me off. I mean, within inches, cuts me off just so that he can then move up two more cars to get to the front of the lane because that's when you do you know that's what you do when you're on a bike. You nice. just Jesus. you know cut everybody off, and so I honked and uh, made my right. And then he doubled back and followed me really aggressively and started kicking at the car because <gasps> I had the nerve to honk at, to him. honk at him for having cut me off within inches. Uh, and he kicked the mirror the wrong <gasps> way because I've seen this YouTube video before a few times. So I was like, he's going to go for the mirror. Like, seriously, I've seen this quite a few times. I was like, oh, my God. So I managed to avoid it for a while. Like, 
slamming on the brakes when he didn't expect it and then accelerating past him but eventually traffic was stopped and yeah, he kicked yeah. him and he was just like you want to go you want to go <laughs> immediately i'm talking Wait, within 10 seconds this he hap- was ready to fight this happened this yes. happened today yeah. this happened today yeah, he came happened in today. with my latte just looking enraged you know, yeah. and i said oh my god what happened to you and i thought the mirror was broken so i got his uh his plate number and then he, you know, went off lane splitting. You can't fall. You can only follow a motorcycle so far, yeah. right? Yeah. And they know that, and that's why they can get away with breaking your goddamn mirror and running away from you. But I had to pull over, all full of adrenaline, and give my statement to the cops. And oh, I think geez. the mirror is actually fine. He didn't successfully break it. Good for you but, for calling the cops. Oh yeah, yeah, I think you should always report yeah, it. I'm... But their point was like, you know, the the one thing the cops said to me was like, you know, usually the guys that are that quick to anger are also going to be the ones that either have a gun or are willing to get in a, like, injure you. So it's, like, probably best to just avoid the whole thing. Yeah. But, you know, you, you see red. I yeah, mean, I know. Adrenaline mm-hmm. is a real thing. And it, like, in that and moment, like... you're just like, no, fuck you, you <laughs> <Yeah>. know. <laughs> and how unreasonable that is to be ready to fight me because you cut me off. But I had the audacity to, I don't know, react in a normal manner. Yeah, by like not even cutting so it off, by honking. Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> wow, it's so funny that we, I brought this up because it's so, you mm-hmm. know, it's very, it's yeah. very similar. Um, you know, I always think about my dad because my, my dad was like the most calm driver that I've ever <laughs> like come across. And he always told me a story like where he used to cuss people out and chase them down and like you know like try to like swerve in their way and he said like one time that he did it i think we were all in the car i must have been like really young and he did it and he was like cussing out and like yelling at the guy and he pulled alongside of him and he looked over and it ended up being like a priest and so so, like my dad isn't like a really religious guy but he said like after that he's just like man i was about to like like almost run a priest off the road. Like I'm, so nev- what? I'm never gonna, I'm never gonna like act like that again. And then he never did. I don't get that at all because he gets he gets papal dispensation literally. Yeah. It's true. He's he's still doing the same act if it was. It doesn't matter who it is unless it's yeah. you know a little lady that can barely I'm just, see. Maybe you're manic, you're right. You're right though. I mean, but my dad he doesn't is, get to to be an asshole. My dad is because he wears a collar. You're right, what, but but my dad my dad is an old fashioned. Yeah, type. I was gonna say. I said Ian's dad is very. He's not religious per mm-hmm. se, but he's an old fashioned in the sense that you know, like there are certain people that you don't talk. Yeah, you know, he, yeah, he is. He's very old fashioned in, in in that respect. Like he's uh, like he would never speak ill of like a police officer or like a mm-hmm. judge or like you know like people of like yeah. they're, they're they're like in his upbringing, even like older people. Yeah, like in his like up- he's very like reverent towards my yeah. grandmother. Even like yeah. like older, uh, my patience level increases if they're really old. It's like all right, I get it. You're old. Yeah, sure. but so like he he kind of comes from that generation. That's like it's it, they're he's old, but he's like. Has that, like, respect towards older. So, like, you know, so to think that, like, you know, it could have been a nun doing it and he probably would have. But, but, like, we know, our generation knows that, like, no profession makes you a good person. Yeah, of course. (laughs) See, yes, of course, you get more leeway in things like, you know, you're older, it takes more time, maybe you miss something. Totally understandable. But the, whoever you are, however old you are, there's no excuse for being an asshole. 
Right. So there's a difference between it takes me a little while to whatever, or I, you know, you have to repeat yourself or etc. And that's age, and that should be respected. But if you're an asshole, I don't care. <laughs> oh yeah, who you are. Yeah. But but I think that's like a that's almost like a generational thing. Like our generation, like yeah. basically just has respect for people that deserve respect. But like generations behind us, I think have like this. Like, you respect certain people no matter what. You right. know? Even and ahead like, of us. Generations ahead of us. Gen- what generations ahead of us? No, they came before the us. Before yeah. us. Yeah, before yeah. us. That's what I meant. Oh, I thought you said yeah. behind us. No. Well, I may maybe that said that. That is actually kind of confusing. I can see that either way. But, well, yeah. behind us time-wise, yeah. though. But I would say even Gen- when it's it the comes... the generation behind us. Yeah. Why would Previous. It be the, the Previous, previous generations. generations. Yes. That's how we'll say it. Whatever. To make it clear. I didn't think it was confusing. It was. That I thought actually, you were talking about youngsters. Well, you know, when you said it, I didn't doubt it for yeah. a second. But now, <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Anyway, I would say even in, on the being an asshole thing, I would. I have a little bit more patience for older people. They're in pain. They're from a generation that, uh, you know, it's a little different. I, I've said this. So. And it's not worth your time. Like, what are you going to get in a screaming match with a fucking 75-year-old? They just no, don't yeah. understand. I, I said my, my grandmother is 86, and there are things where we talk that my grandmother says and does that, like, would not be tolerated by any for anyone else in our family except for because she's 86. <laughs> um, and, like, recently we, got, we received a gift from someone on Ian's side of the family that's also, like, up there in age that... If someone younger had gotten that for us, I would have been very offended. <laughs> well, I mean, my step grandmother's not going to listen to this. So yeah, I know, but like, oh, so she got is. us. Yeah, so, no, I'm, okay. I'm dying yeah, to know what it was. It's, it's, it's right over see. here. It's on the staircase. Are you going to? Are you going to play it? I was wondering what that was. You, you, you're not going to play it for the podcast. A, I'm sorry. Am I seeing a yes. a chihuahua, a stuffed chihuahua with? Uh, maracas, maracas yeah. with that sings and Feliz, a Santa hat. Yes, that sings Feliz Navidad. I, I think you have to play it for the listeners out there. <laughs> oh, God. Is this, is this for Andrea? Is okay, this well, Andrea uh, only play it for it five for, seconds. Okay, ready? <laughs> Here we go. Okay. Okay, I think that's it's 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 a little bit to give a little bit of clarification is. Uh, she's For my, my, my grandmother, mm-hmm. uh, my, s- technically my step-grandmother, but mm-hmm. she's a grandmother to me. Um, and she, um, last year got Kingston a Irish bear that sang, uh, what, what song was it? When uh, Irish Eyes When Irish are Eyes smiling. Are Smiling. Mm-hmm. And... Leprechaun uniform. Wearing, yeah, full-on okay. leprechaun uniform. For because, St. Patrick's Because Day. I have, you know, an Irish heritage. My, yeah. my name is Ian. Uh, so, um... <laughs> so this year So this Christmas, year, she didn't... She felt that she was like, leaving out... She was like, more of a, an Andreas. Well, she was well, like... She was, yeah, she was, she was I worried. I didn't want it to be one-sided. Right. Yeah. I like it. And so she did this. <laughs> which, <laughs> again, because she's 86, we're... Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> However, for example, if Ian's brother got this for me, like we would have had a fight. <laughs> I would have been like, "All right, come here." <laughs> I would have gotten that for you just as a complete like fucked up joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I, to be honest, I have no idea where she found something like, like that. Who was they say? That's pretty impressive. I know. Where do you that find something? So this, uh, this is the stuffed animal equivalent of Speedy Gonzalez. Like, it's. <laughs> I'm dying to know where. You know, is there a store with this and then like. 20 other yeah, like, culturally yeah. insensitive. I, I'm wondering if they have like, you know, maybe like a Russian doll that kicks out the legs. Yeah, <laughs> like there's like a can-can French one. Yeah. Is there, you know, a Jewish one like swinging latkes? Yeah, yeah I think so. Or just like covered in But you have to want, like the animal, like this is definitely a chihuahua right yeah. here. Yeah. So it's a Mexican dog. Um, it kind of looks like Yoda. <laughs> and it does, if it was green. Oh, yeah. I'm sure the manufacturers were like, we're going to make a baby. Yoda. I want to say on the front, that's a Mexican jumping bean. Yeah, I yeah. believe that is. Yeah. He's wearing a yeah, giant sombrero with, yeah. with maracas yeah. as well. Yeah. This is something. It's. Okay. Cool. <laughs> but so. again, because she's 84 now, I think, she's in her, also in her 80s. Yeah. What nationality is she? She's white. Okay. She's very white. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know her exact genetic makeup, but, but it's, 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 it's essentially it's, white. It's, 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 it's upstate East, New York. It's yeah. upstate New York white. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, and again, she's a lovely woman. Um, but again, because my grandmother does the opposite, she she makes a lot of comments about white people. Um, sure. <laughs> Can we hear some? Oh yeah. Oh man. To me personally, oh. by the way. Oh man, there's what some, are some there's of the some ones? great ones. Um. So my grandmother believes, I, I feel weird about even saying this on a podcast, my grandmother believes that blonde people smell like wet dog. <laughs> These are just fun. I want to know more. Uh, so you should know that my grandmother used to like nanny like little white girls in mm-hmm. Texas when yeah. she was young or really? like at one point like she did. Um, and so she used to have to give them a bath, and she swears. Oh, so there you go. She has that, experience. Yeah, that's yeah, so. Maybe. So what? So blonde blonde people smell like wet dog. So that's anytime hilarious. any of us <laughs> has ever dated a blonde person, she's just like, "Did they smell like dog?" <laughs> um, yeah. By the way, I didn't pick up any of the oh, whisper. Sorry. <laughs> they she asks if they smell like dog, <laughs> um, but she'll say it like really like she'll do the the hand yeah. to the mouth and be like, "Did they, did they smell like dog?" She has a very thick accent. Um, what are the other like really crazy things? I think it's says? funny how you like, went really quiet when you do her accent because you do her accent on a regular basis. You do a super good impression of her, and like you, all of a sudden when it's being recorded, you just yeah, you can't, I know, you can't I don't do know. It. Like, what if a cousin listens to this? We already decided <laughs> we're not. Her. We, are, we already made the promise. Like they're gonna play it for her. We already we already made the promise that we weren't going to tell our families about this we podcast because we were not going to tell because we, we felt it was going to uh, impede our discussions yeah. in some yeah. way or another. For like for example, and Ian's really parents difficult. can't hear this discussion. About yeah. This sure. Oh yeah, yeah. This whole podcast episode, I might, I have like I I have this idea where sometimes I'm like even I, when I saw them yesterday, I was like thinking like I kind of want to tell them what I'm doing and I can't and and I was like maybe. I'll like just tell them like you can only I'll only send them like certain episodes where I know nothing bad's sure. happened, but then they're gonna figure out the link and they're gonna figure out a way to look at all the other episodes. Mm-hmm. Of course. And then yeah. I thought like maybe I'll just send them, I won't send them any link, and I'll just send them like edited versions where like I'll bleep out entire <laughs> yeah, portions. That sounds of it. like a lot of effort. <laughs> you oh, should create a whole separate page. site where they have a. An edited version of all I mean, the podcasts. That's, that's a lot of work, but it's, I know it's a lot of work. But you just, should know just that Ian. I, we might have to eventually, only because Ian 
is so bad at keeping secrets. Oh yeah, I'm terrible. Really? Oh and my I have god. A big mouth. <laughs> it is. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh yeah. You're such a quiet. Oh my god! You get a few drinks in him, and he is just telling. <laughs> really? Just oh, yeah. telling it all. You I'm never like, worked for the CIA. No. Oh no, my god. god! No. You put a few drinks in me, and all of a sudden I'm just like, "Hey, you want to hear about what I'm working on? I'm like, yeah. here are the leaders we're going to assassinate in the next ten months." And I'm like, yeah, it would be so bad. Like when, literally, when I was pregnant, I was like, "Okay, we're only going to tell our really close friends, like anyone that would find out about like a miscarriage or something, are right. the people who get to know." Um, for the first trimester. For the first trimester. Because, right. like, there was no way that, like, we weren't going to tell anybody. I think the next day, everybody at work Everyone knew at his <laughs> job knew. Your work knew about oh, the man. gender of the baby before our parents did. Yep. Because Damn. he was wow, at work. You very bad. Oh, he was yeah. at work. I called him. By the end of the day, I was waiting for him to come home so we could tell his parents. And he was just like, oh, I told everyone at work. So is it that... You will. You just can't keep it, and you blurt it out. Or is it when asked, you can't keep a secret? No, I think you just have to say it. You just right? have to say it. I think I just have to. Tell it. Gotta I just have get, gotta get gotta get it out. <laughs> it is. This is how I got attention when I was younger. I think be, <laughs> telling secrets. Yeah, telling I'd be like, guess what? I just found out. Where are you going? To get a tissue for my nose. She has allergies. Ian. <sighs> Freaking allergies ruling my podcast. <laughs> Oh, I'm going to have to cut out all of that. <laughs> but the reason I asked about, you know, what nationality your grandmother is, obviously white. I mean, what are we looking oh, yeah. at here? Well, I mean, she was my step-grandmother. <laughs> right. That's fair. So she was but my... like, my grandfather, I think it just comes with the generation. Like, you know, he literally used to get beaten up just because he was Mexican. I mean, he was born in 1925, I think. Oh, our grandparents are probably very close in age. Right. And so... You know, his humor through the years has been pretty racially tinged because it, it's just in in your face. Yeah. A, a, his entire life, it's been in his face. And it's like, when, when that is your reality, yeah, you're going to say some racist shit against white people mm-hmm. and against black people. Weirdly mm-hmm. enough, you would think there's some sort of camaraderie. There nope. is not. There's there not. Is not. No. Um, and it, it's it's not an excuse. It's just like that comes with a generation, especially if you are a minority. Like, there's no freaking way that that's not deeply ingrained in you, just that race barrier. Oh, yeah. Well, think about what they went through. I always think about, like, how much they went through. And, like, you know, they lived through a time where, like, segregation was a thing. And, like, they had to... Oh, that's our ice machine, I think. Oh, yes. Um, like, they had to, like, drink at the separate wa- water fountains, which seems unconscionable to us. But, like, that was their reality. And my, right. I'm not sure where your grandfather grew up. My grandmother grew up in Texas. Mm-hmm. Like, a small town in Amarillo, Texas. No, oh, wow. Um, so, like, it's that place is, like, still pretty segregated. Totally. <laughs> um, well, I always like to point out that, like, you know, when people, like, I'm white and I somehow have more of a claim on this country than you and yet your family has been here longer than my family has uh yeah yeah by like generations and not only that but like your family was basically in texas when it was part of mexico Mm -hmm. and then it became part of america so wow yeah my my mom's side of the family like never they never migrated. It's just they were in Texas Whoa. and the border moved. And so they were oh, Mexicans wow. that became Americans. 
So right. like they were just like they never migrated over. They just all of a sudden be, were, yeah, yeah, were they Americans. were just Americans. Right. Yeah. And funny like, enough. Yeah. Like that yeah. side of the family is like You're very Americans patriotic. Now. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And like in my family, like I think it's my my grandparents were born here, but beyond that, they were born other places. You have no more claim on this country than I do. That's I know, why I, I do don't. that. But, like, and that's what's ridiculous about it. We're sitting in old Mexico right now. I know. That's, true. <laughs> that's why I get so mad when you tell me to do things like make you coffee in the morning. Oh, God. <laughs> well, I have to assert my dominance, you know? Yeah, it's as red as a white male. <laughs> I have to assert my white dominance. Man. We are in Trump's America. It's true. Oh, my God. Do you... Uh, I don't know. Uh, no, I, I'm not going to say I don't know if Matt did this. I can assume Matt didn't do this because he's not Ian Donovan. Um, but <laughs> what would you do? when e- when Trump was elected, there's like three different things that Ian did. The first of which is he would like grab me constantly and be like, Trump. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did do that for a while. <laughs> he would just like inappropriately grab me all the time because and just Trump, can Trump do, and walk away. Because Trump could just grab <laughs> I women. I would rather whenever. get a hundred chihuahua dogs than have that done to you. Yeah, it just constantly. He would just be like, Trump, and oh. that would be... I mean, I mean, like, he just proved, you know, you could just that's, grab, you could just grab him. You may be a troll, my friend. That's yeah. a pretty trolly that's move. Trolly. The second thing he Okay, first do... of all, just so the <laughs> listeners here don't think I'm just some weirdo, I did that, like, as, a, like, a ironic joke. Yeah, it's it's true, but, like, I mean, I was still being Would grabbed. you have appreciated the humor if I uh, started doing that? No, and I can't hit you because we're not, you right. know, we don't have domestic abuse abuse problems but i i don't know what i would do because i'd want to punch you in the face <laughs> right yeah. right certainly like, you would not be having sex anymore for a long time <laughs> right. so, no that was like happening on a regular basis the other thing that he would like make demands that. of me and i'd be like no and he'd be like we're in trump's america now you need to do this. oh i still do that he still does it <laughs> yeah i still do that and he's like I am a white man and you need to do this. There's a fine line between a dark joke and things that are really fucked up and and reminding people that they're really fucked up. Yeah. You, you just brought up a topic that I'm gonna, I was actually going to dedicate a whole episode to, which was about the limits of humor. Ooh, <laughs> ah, you yeah. you you know about this yeah. this particular subject. Yeah, it's about true. It. Ian Ian thinks that humor should have no limits. He doesn't like like a, uh, like comedians having to apologize for old jokes. That I actually did. think that yeah. so, so. The way I look at, at comedy and humor is that if it's funny, then it's allowed. So uh, and. Yeah, funny is a is somewhat of a subjective term, right? Yeah. But what's, what's hilarious, uh, I'm sure, in you know some parts of Georgia right now, is not very hilarious to us here. I I I believe that humor is kind of also one of those things that it gives you a pass. No, it doesn't give you a pass. <laughs> it, it basically it's like if you have something, it's a. Uh, it's an avenue of free information that is judgment free and and it should always be that way because you need to have channels that can get points across i'm not explaining this very well um that are free of you just think constraints that, you just think that comedy should be free of those constraints because i think comedy sh- com- because comedy is, is is if it's funny and it's got to be funny subjectively funny to a a large amount of people and like here's the thing like i have no problem laughing at myself in any way at all you know that. I don't know. You but, know, I don't know. Maybe I'm just not thinking through this or haven't thought about it enough, but 
unlike a public figure, I don't really care because let's say someone's making off color jokes, right? Um, they're an asshole or they're a racist. I'm not going to see them, right? I'm not going to patron their service. Right. They can go talk, you know, and, and perform in front of other asshole racists, right? That sure, go for it. But I guess I'm not passionate about like whether they apologize or not because either way they don't. I don't answer to them. They don't answer to me versus a politician or right. a representative. They're either going to find yeah. an audience or they're not. Exactly. And I right. don't really care what they're I doing. I mean, and, and that's kind of like how I look at comedy is, is I think comedy should be, I mean, I, 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 I recently was looking into like kind of the, the comedy as it is today. And a lot of it can be traced back to the seventies, um, which was when comedy kind of took a change and uh, I've read about and I've watched documentaries about uh, National Lampoon and the guy that started the stuff that they had in National Lampoon could never exist today in today's culture. Um, an example would be is they got a lot of flack because I think it was soon after Kennedy drove the his car into the was it the river or lake. Basically killed his secretary yeah, yeah, yeah. or something like that. it was. It was a big scandal back then, and they put a Volkswagen ad basically saying that you know Kennedy uh, would be president today if <laughs> if he drove a Volkswagen because Volkswagens float. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were getting you know like threatened with lawsuits from Volkswagen and a few other people you know right. at that time, and it's like it's like jokes like that was just an that was actually one of the more tame ones. They also did like I think that was the Vietnam uh, baby book, which was about a Viet, uh, during the Vietnam War. It was a baby book for a baby that was like my first gunshot wound. Got kind of sh- yeah, like really. <laughs> And so, like it was, like, it was a very free comedy. Comedy. Uh, everybody at that time liked that. They, they they brought attention to issues that other that they never really got other places. And so, since then, its comedy is becoming restricted in that sense. Like the the jokes that they like, like the way that they they got threatened with lawsuits every other week in those days. Um, and that stuff was actually what formed a lot of the comedy that exists today is because, you know, like uh, National Lampoon for, oh, it was basically the beginnings of a Saturday Night Live. A lot of the people that were at the National Lampoon became writers and actors. Yeah, but by its very nature, like, by its own admission, like, National Lampoon had no black writers. There was one or two, like, women writers, like... But so, they had yes. more. They had more women writers than other comedy shows did. At, even at that time. I mean, so yes, they were. They were. Pro- they were no, progressive. There was no they one put- Jewish. There was certainly no Muslims. Like I'm trying to think, did they have any Jews? No, I they mean, did not. In fact, we when we watched time, the documentary, they were just like, oh, no, like, by the way, it's yeah. all Jews. It's yeah. all I mean, Jews. They, they finally caught on. Yeah. Oh, no, but like John Hughes, <laughs> got his start from uh, from. Was John Hughes Jewish? Was John Hughes Jewish? I don't think so. I mean, I maybe. I don't, I don't know. That's a good question. Um, what about, was Egon from Ghostbusters Jewish? Yes. Yes. So they, that was later, but they were talking about at the time, because yeah, I remember later. them making... Also, there's comedy, and then there's... I mean, if you're talking about stand-up comedy, it was even before that. Well, yeah, it was like, you know, I mean, 
George Carlin, you yeah. know, and even George Carlin, if you look at his early stuff, you ever seen his? Yeah, I have in a suit and tie. Suit and tie, and, and comb back. That was style at the time. You you did a little song and dance, and it was very buttoned up. But Bill Cosby, I mean, even before that, Richard Pryor blew everybody's minds. That's and right. So did George Carlin, I, and those early guys. I'm trying to forget who else. Well, I mean, even like you go bring it up, like Dave Chappelle changed the game again. You know, when sure. he when he came around, but. You know. the, the, point being that they all started to push the boundaries and people thought that was funny and so it just beget more boundary pushing and i think that stuff is funny those belly laughs not just in spite of it being inappropriate but because it's inappropriate that's right it's arguably funnier and if it pisses a lot of people off then yeah there's going to be fewer people at their next show but i mean that but I mean, I think that's like that's and to the, your point. I don't think they should necessarily have to apologize. That's I, I think people will either of, come see and, their shows or not. And I think that's I think that's the point I'm trying to make about comedy. It, it just needs to be like unrestricted in that way. Right. It's got to be the people that push the boundaries. And, and there are a few now. I mean, if you watch Dave Chappelle's latest like Netflix specials, or if you watch, he got um, a lot of flack. Bill for Burr, it. any of the last two or three that he's done. I mean, they. They have sort of completely rejected the notion that they should censor, should censor themselves and have gone completely the other way. Right. Almost to to the degree that they're making a point about it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And it's funny. And I think Bill Burr is one of the funniest people I've ever seen. But yeah, watching his stand-up compared to some of the more sanitized ones, it's like, ooh, that's... Yeah. That stings it stings a little. You, you know, know what's funny? I went on a date Love before it. Ian and I were dating no while Ian and with I Bill Burr. Yeah, yeah. No, we I was on a date <laughs> with this guy that loved Bill Burr. And mm-hmm. so we went to Lago and to see Bill Burr. And he made some joke about Hillary Clinton. Like it, he was just like, Oh, like, you know, I'm a comedian. Like that doesn't make my wife funny. Like, you know, it was something to that extent. Like, right. you know, like if, if my electrician is not available, I don't hire his wife. <laughs> um, right. And so I was like, okay. <laughs> and like the guy I was there with, like literally fell out of his seat laughing. <laughs> right. And you're like, and that well, was the, the end, end of, that. of us dating. <laughs> Agreed. I would, <laughs> I would be thinking. And ever since then, I'm I like, I don't like that Bill Burr guy. Well, that is the particular boundary that he tends to push yeah. is a bit of a sexist thing. But again, he's, Usually saying these things because they are like, hello, yes, this is ridiculously sexist. That's why I'm saying it. Because it's it's not a normal day-to-day sort of thought. I don't know. Yeah. He was talking. I think he's hilarious. Yeah. It was one of those things where, like, I was, uh, like, I thought most of his show was funny. And then he, like, did that. And I, like, watched the reaction of this gentleman. And it wasn't even really about his comedy. I would have been fine with the joke. Like, but... The guy like fell out of his chair laughing, and I was just like, "Oh, we're not going on any more dates after this." That's funny. <laughs> but like, what was that one comedian that um, he was like banned from New Zealand because he was it Tosh? I think no, Tosh did. I don't think it was Tosh. It was uh, Jesselnick or whatever. Oh, Anthony Jesselnick. Yeah, uh, have it you was heard? One of those have guys. you heard of Anthony Jesselnick? No. He. Uh, He's one of those comedians that has Tosh seem nice. He has zero filter on anything and has no respect for. So I think what he did was he, uh, I, uh, he he made a joke about 
a shark victim, like somebody who got eaten by a shark, he made like a joke about them like the next week or something like that. Right. In Australia. And like, I think the whole country of New Zealand banned him from ever from performing <laughs> oh, there again wow. after, after the joke that he made about this person who got eaten by a shark or something along those lines. And he, I think he's like the most threatened comedian out there. <laughs> like he, he just basically any joke that you could find offensive, like this guy will make it. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what's funny? I think he's funny. I do think he's um, funny but he too. But he's a fucking dick. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> you, you like you you watch him and you're like, you're an ass. Right. I mean, like you make the, it's like, it's like, yeah, it's like it's the, also very deadpan, right? But that's that's his style. Yeah. That's his edge. Not everybody's edgy. Jim Gaffigan is not an edgy comedian. <laughs> no. Equally hilarious. Uh, yeah, oh, but yeah. that's just not his. That's not his bent. You yeah, know, he yeah. makes fun of himself more. He he's does self self deprecating. Self deprecating. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And there are some people who just make an art of saying the most inappropriate thing they can think of as soon as. Possible. I mean, and, after and, and, a tragedy, oh, after yeah. it doesn't matter. And, and that's I mean? that's like what I the way I watch it is like wow, like you found like the most perfect asshole thing to say after something mm-hmm. like that happened. Like, right. like it was like I couldn't have thought of that even if I tried. You know, like yeah. I would come up with yeah. something half as bad as what he just said. Right. Yeah. But and not I mean, everybody's gonna find that. Funny. I mean, who's your favorite comedian? Ooh, that's hard. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know if I have a favorite. Um, I like Dave Chappelle. I didn't particularly enjoy his last one, but I love a lot of people. I love the older. A lot ones. of people weren't happy with the last one. Um, we watched it. I find some uh, Gaffigan funny. Um, Ari, um, I forget his name. Um, Indian guy. That was Aziz Ansari. No. <laughs> Hasan Minhaj. No. He was on a um, podcast. Anyway, I'll never remember his name. But um, I find a lot of people funny. I like Bill Burr, but again, some of it I don't like, and some of it's funny. So um, I think George Carlin is my all-time favorite. So yeah, I don't know if I have a favorite comedian. I can say Andrea's favorite is... uh... I have a few. What the fuck is his name? And by the way, I just said all men. Isn't that fucked up? Yeah, not one woman. You know what's funny? You know who I do like who's a woman is Natasha Leggero. I like her. Mm-hmm. Which one was she? She's really skinny and she's like pretty. She's super skinny though and tall and she's like kind of has like a like a long speech pattern. But why mm-hmm. why is it that there are so few really funny female comedians? The same reason why there's few everybody of women. Women, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Ali Wong is Oh, Ali Wong very, is very, very funny. Very, very, very I don't funny. like Schumer though. I mean, like respect, mm-hmm. but like I don't Yeah, enjoy I don't I, she doesn't her. she doesn't yeah. offend me cuz she's very also uh over the top. Um I just don't find her particularly funny. That's how I feel about her. Or well, Ali, like, when I listen to Ali Wong, like my stomach hurts because I'm laughing. So yeah, Ali Wong's pretty funny. No, I find a lot of women, female yeah. comedians, funny. I, Although I, of the two of us, you think you're the funnier one. I do. I still think Ellen DeGeneres' stand-up from I mean, what the decade ago now is one of the funniest stand-ups I've ever seen. Hmm. I don't know if I've seen it. Excellent. I would oh. recommend it. I would I'll say Carlin is also my all-time favorite. Yeah. He also just, when I started to discover him, it was at a time in my life when it wasn't just his humor, but 
he was really fearless in what he felt politically and what he felt about religion uh, to the point of almost borderline nihilism. You know what I mean? Atheism. You know, it was, uh, he just straight up said, and there is no God. You know, there, yeah, yeah. He, there was just a fearlessness to it that was not only funny to me, but really spoke to me. Yeah. So he, he kind of will always own me. He signed my book once. Really? What? Really? Yeah. Uh, brain droppings. Oh. Gus and I went to, uh, he did a signing in Brentwood. Huh. Oh, that's cool as hell. Um, and the only other time I saw him, I knew he lived in Venice at the same time I lived in Venice. And I saw him walking one time on the pier. Uh, and I, I didn't want to bother him. But I wish I would have said, like, hey, man, I think you're, like, the greatest of all time. I wish I would have said that because he actually died not long after. I mean, oh. shockingly close to that. Do you still have the signed? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that copy Is that on our bookshelf? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one's oh, signed. Oh, I will have to look at that. That's very cool. Um, but, yeah, big fan. What's, what's the name of the comedian that you like? That we go see. Jim Jeffries? Yes, we do go see Jim Jeffries. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. But that's not Tim your Minchin. Thing. No, I wasn't thinking of Tim Minchin. Not John Mulaney. Yeah, the John We've Mulaney. We've never seen John but Mulaney. But you love John Mulaney. I do, I do love, love John Mulaney. Mulaney. He's very funny. For sure. John Mulaney has like a boyish charm about him. He's hilarious. He's so funny, but like it's like in the least vulgar way possible, yeah. but like mm-hmm. still so funny. Yeah, um, he's not a button pusher. No, he's yeah. not. But he is very funny. He's just like, I'm yeah. funny because I'm Catholic. Yeah. yeah he's, um, but, he's and so I don't know, is there an argument to be made that it takes more skill to be that funny without being so outrageous or being so crass? I don't know. That argument could be made. Um, I, I think that I, I personally think that they're both are important. You sure. Know? Like, because everybody needs you know like humor that's you know has some something behind it, or and everybody needs sometimes humor that they just don't have to think about, and it's just mm-hmm. funny because it's you know based on real life or whatever it may be. Yeah. You know. I, I think partially comedy is therapeutic, and I think I've got to give the comedians the comedians that do this the more the most credit which is when shit is really fucked up and people's you know hope is is dwindling right and things are hard the people that are able to take those situations and make you laugh have got to get more credit yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. i agree did you guys ever see the tig najaro tig Navarro? yeah Mm-hmm. Navarro? Navarro? I don't know. Navarro. Yeah, but I, but I did say Oh, yeah, story. I'm mixing up Natasha Lajaro. Yeah, like, that sounds like what you said. Yeah, <laughs> uh, okay, so the TIG one, she had like a special, I don't know if it's still on Netflix. It was like a, a, a documentary on Netflix about this stand-up com- comedy she mm-hmm. did, and it was, she got on stage, like, um, she had just gone out of the hospital, and then her mom died, yeah. and it was, it, it, she was a disaster, and, like, got up and, like, just very openly talked about it, and it, like, ended up being this, like, amazing phenomenon. It, it shot her into stardom, yeah. basically. She was almost was nobody a, before that. They only did one season. There was a Netflix show um, that I can't recall what it was called, but it was her, and it was uh, based on her life and, oh. and that experience, and it was excellent. And uh, sadly, it was only one season, but it was mm. awesome. By the way, Ari Kondabolu is the comedian that I was trying to think of. Um, he does 
some hilarious stuff. I don't think I've ever seen him. You know who I think I thought you were talking That's about was Kamal That's who I was Kamal talking about. Yeah. N- N- That's who I was talking about. Because no, yeah. um, we're all racist and we can't tell one Indian person from another. <laughs> That's right. I just am terrible at recalling names. But he does a great stand-up. He gets it all on Netflix. Um, and he well, does a lot of culture we, jokes. We knew Aziz Azari, too. Yeah. I'm sorry. You knew him? Oh, damn it. Damn oh. it. I didn't even get his name right. There's a distinction too. Not I'm not an expert at this by any means, but uh, there are comedians who write every word of their stand-up, and then there are those who have writers and kind of workshop oh. things. Um, you know, George Carlin famously wrote every word of everything that he said and, and workshopped it at comedy clubs and did his HBO specials. Yeah. Um, Chris Rock... You know, he, he's a hilarious man with a ton of jokes, but he's got several people writing this material for oh. him. That doesn't mean that he's not coming up with a lot of this yeah. or even most of it, but in terms of wording it. And then he'll go, what he's a genius at is like workshopping it mm. and, and coming up with just the, the best timing, possible yeah. delivery imaginable for it. Um, but but not everybody writes everything that they say, and I, I couldn't really tell you too many examples of this. But it's oh, I'd be curious. That's that that would be a point that I'd be like curious about looking into. Totally, yeah. Comedy is a really interesting subject. I, I wish I knew more about it. Like I know people who are, you know, Dylan is 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 a little more educated in this than I am. But um, oh, maybe we'll have yeah. to have Dylan on. You're talking about comedy. Well, you know, going back to like the, the you know the Indian comedy that we were talking about, uh, you and I were recently talking about like the character of a Pooh in a, The Simpsons. That's so racist. You know who? They, I don't know if you've heard that they're phasing him out. I have heard that, yeah. and then he'll never do the voice again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then we were talking about there was the, and we were the we, we, we were watching old, old episodes of the Simpsons and yeah and then we did we, I know, we, why not the bumblebee and then we yeah. talked that's we why did. I'm like why the bumblebee well, okay, why so, the bumblebee it's okay it's more ridiculous so the, the funny thing about it was like you know there's all this flack about a poo right but I looked up the bumblebee guy like nobody had a problem with it at all apparently um, I looked it up and the bumblebee character guy is based off of a real person Oh, so see, maybe there's some leeway there. And, and he just died recently at like 95 yeah. or something like that. Or I don't know if it was recently, but I looked it up and he was like, oh, it was an article about how he had died. And it was about how like the guy who was the Bumblebee man was based off of died. And and like I wondered, like, does that make the Bumblebee guy OK as a. Interesting. Well, it's a reference, right? So it's like because, yeah, if re- that guy was actually that bombastic, colorful if they did some sort of a faithful portrayal, does that make it okay? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> That's a great question. Yeah, I mean, like... I'm, I, I don't know. I didn't know the, that it was a reference to anything. Right. Because, like, we were watching, like, we were watching episode, old episodes of The Simpsons because it's on Disney+. Plus, Ian's and favorite like, game, Is This Racist? To which my answer is I, almost categorically yes. I don't, if I don't, Ian's I mean, asking we were, me We were yes. watching, like, I was like, this, this looks pretty exactly. racist. racist. And right. I was like... It is. It's racist. And I was like... <laughs> this looks pretty racist. And I'm like, is this racist? And you're like, yes, it's totally racist. Yes. And I looked it up online and it was like, it's like, it's based off this guy and like no one else seems to care. <laughs> like, And I was like actually surprised at it. Like everybody cared about a poo. They made such a big deal about it, but nobody cared about Bumblebee guy. Yeah, uh, that's a great point. I'm gonna say this: not that many Mexicans are watching. Well, and the then Simpsons. and then like and then I ask you like, is we it didn't okay? even know about it. Is, is it okay? It's like <laughs> fat is. 
I don't know. I don't know. Uh, to me, this is something that's like a phenomenon of like white phenomena. What? Like this is like the Simpsons. Simpsons? It's like white culture. It's not. That's white culture. That's white culture. That's not. I didn't know. That's not brown people culture. What did you watch? You watched the Simpsons. You did. We. I mean, I did watch some, but also. What was your favorite show? What were the years? You aren't that much older than me. Three decades. Okay, so you should know I haven't watched a Simpsons episode until like recently. No, that's not. Uh, that's, and for okay. no, no, no. I'm saying uh, for at least twenty to twenty five years. Okay, sure. Like I yeah. definitely not in high school. Like definitely not in college. So like, I literally watched. In junior high, would you watch? In junior high, what did I watch in junior high? I remember watching. God, I don't even remember. You don't. Well, stop whispering for. God's I'm sorry. Sakes. I don't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> um, <laughs> You can keep talking. Yeah, keep, 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 keep going. Um, what did I watch? I like. I remember at one point I, I was watching Beverly Hills Nine Hundred Two and Zero. Yeah. I watched Dawson's Creek for like two seasons. Yeah. Did you watch Dawson's Creek? I did. I was obsessed with it for about two seasons, and then okay, so and then I I don't know what happened. I, so I to lost all interest. to all of our listeners, who did you hope that Dawson ended up with? I. Actually, was not interested in that at all. I was. I had a crush on Pacey, Pacey. and I didn't care what happened to Dawson. <laughs> well, I guess it was like Team Pacey and Team Dawson, right? Because like yeah. they were both because vying. Joey they was, were vying for yeah. Joey's love. I just didn't love. find him likable or interesting, honestly. I think all, I th- only character. watched the first season of it, and then I was like, "This is stupid." I did, however, watch the. I think the entire series of the OC. If you remember that, no, one. didn't didn't watch that. Yeah, I think my my favorite, even as a like a preteen, um, I was absolutely a Seinfeld person. How interesting! And I hated Friends. Everybody loved Friends. I was annoyed by Friends, and I thought Seinfeld was the best ever. Where are you going now? Matt and I are just leaving this podcast. Um, no, I was getting the cupcake. Well, we're actually hitting Ooh. a. <laughs> now you can't be picked up by the mic. Nobody knows who I'm talking to. The air. You're talking to the air. Speak up. Uh, Andrea is offering us some lovely cupcakes that she made, and Ian is talking to her. Yeah. Thank you, Andrea. Very complaining for it. So. Will you pass me one? Andrea is an amazing baker. Podcast people. I am a medium baker, but thank you, Lydia. I appreciate that. This is also from a box. You should know that. Doesn't matter. You baked them. You mixed it and you put it in the oven and now I get to enjoy it. You should know that the other day, Kingston, or like for like the past few days, Kingston has been eating sprinkles. We'll like put a little thing of sprinkles in a bowl for him and he like eats them. <laughs> don't worry. He didn't touch those sprinkles. Yeah, he didn't touch those ones. Yeah, are these from his little hands? No. <laughs> I don't Like I was listening to you tell this story and you were like, just so you know. And oh, thinking, no. Kingston's hands. Yeah. Like, all over yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was seriously the way you <laughs> prefaced that. You and were like. He, and, then... and then he took the sprinkles and, and garnished like, them on those cupcakes. Yeah, the, like... way, the way you prefaced <laughs> that. The way you prefaced that was definitely like like there's some there was a bad ending to this story. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it was just a cute ending to the story. Well, I think this is a good point actually to end the podcast because we've probably hit our time limit. In oh, fact, thank you for having us. Oh, this was great. Thank so you guys. So special thanks to Matt and Lydia for having us. Or what am I saying? For being here uh, <sighs> on this podcast. And um, yeah, if you want to write in, it's ha- the happy or right 
podcast at gmail.com. It's because I always forget. It's, it's, sure. in, it's in the description. I always forget if I put the the in there. I think I did put the the. So, um, yeah, anyway. Type in happy or right. You'll, you'll find us one way or another. You'll find our Twitter, which has our email. But, you know, it, it should be in the description anyway. It's uh, very eloquent. So, yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> well, thanks for listening. <laughs> thanks for listening and uh, have a good night. Good night. Thanks. Bye.